We've been looking at the subject engaging the power of faith for fulfillment of prophecies. We are in the last days. The days of raw fulfillment of biblical prophecies. In Acts chapter 3, verse 20 and 21, the word says, And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. We are in the last days, the days of fulfillment of all biblical prophecies. We're in the days of amazement of see God bring his word to pass in our lives as a dream of the night. Jesus will not come until every iota of Bible prophecy is fulfilled. We are in the last days. It began in the day of Pentecost. So we are in the latter days. And we are in the days of same Bible prophecies come fulfilled before our very eyes. We are going to see that happen in your life this year. Like never before. Bible prophecy cannot be fulfilled by human hand. Because God speaks according to what he can do and will do if we believe. He speaks about what he can do and will do as we believe. Blessed she that believeth, there shall be performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Luke 1, 45. It's not that God says in his word that he cannot do. Because when you know, understand that when God speaks, what he says is created. He's not looking for how to do it. He doesn't need the laboratory. What he says, he creates. So when we believe, he steps into created. So no prophecy can ever be fulfilled without the faith of the individual who desires it. Faith must come alive before we can see prophecies fulfilled. Faith must come alive before we can see prophecies fulfilled. This is the third part of this teaching. What are prophecies? Prophecies are not religious wishes, but the unfolding of divine plan. Isaiah 29, 11 and 12. The vision of all is as a book written. I handed over to a man that's learned. They say, read, I pray thee. He say, I cannot because it's sealed. It's given to another man who is not learned. They say, read, I pray. He say, I cannot read because I'm not learned. God's agenda for all, for all of us, all covenant people, 
is as contained in the book. Jesus came and took the book and loosed the seeds thereof so we can access it. When the Christ is finished, the veil in the temple was turned into twin, providing access, free access to everybody into the things behind the veil. So today we have access by the blood of Jesus into the treasures behind the veil, which contains God's agenda for us in all its totality. Everyone here is changing level. Joshua 21 and verse 45. The word says, They have failed not aught of any good thing which the Lord has spoken to the house of Israel. All came to pass. So they are not mere wishes. They are the unfolding of divine plan. All came to pass. The house of Israel today is the church of Christ. They are fair not all of what the Lord said concerning his people. All came to pass. And I'm the Lord I change not. So it's committed to all prophetic verdicts containing scriptures for fulfillment in our lives today. But that demands our faith to make it happen. It demands our faith to make it happen. Two, prophecies are not predictions which are based on probabilities and um, facts, figures. They are sworn verdicts. They are God's sworn verdicts. I vow to do this if you will let me by your faith. Isaiah 14, 24. By myself have I sworn, said the Lord, as I have thought, so shall it come to pass, as I purpose, so shall it stand. Every prophetic scripture is God's sworn verdict for delivery as allowed by our faith. Again, Luke 145, let us see that believeth, there shall be performance of those things which were told out from the Lord. No matter how much of it we know is what we believe that determines our portion. You can preach it and not partake of it. You can write books on it and not partake of it. Our portion is determined by our faith, the faith of individuals. What are prophecies? They are pointers to our established future pointers to our established future in God's agenda. They are pointers to our established future. Now, watch what he said. In Revelation 19, verse 10, he said, the testament of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Revelation 19 and 10. And in Psalm 119, verse 111, the word of God says, thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever, and they are the rejoicing of my heart. So, the testimonies of the Lord are prophetic. And point us to our heritage. What he says to one, he says to all. What he does for one, he's committed to do for others, who will come on the same frequency as those individuals. 
prophecies are pointers to our established future as ordained by God. How powerful are prophecies? God speaks according to his almighty power. It's called omnipotent, all-powerful. With man, this may be impossible, but not with God, for with God, things are possible. So he speaks according to his almighty power. Nothing can stop the way against him. What he says, he makes happen. As long as our faith is in place. Two, our powerful prophecies, God speaks according to his creative wisdom. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 19. The Lord by wisdom has founded the earth and by understanding has he established the heavens. Psalm 104 verse 24. How manifold are thy works, O God. In wisdom has thou made them all. The earth is full of thy riches. Is the God only wise? He can put anything together at any time to deliver his purpose. He speaks according to his creative wisdom. How shall this thing be? It's not our problem. As thou rest not our bones develop in the woman that has a baby, thou carry sin for it us. So you cannot tell the ways of God. Who makes all things? Ecclesiastes 11 and verse 5. The how of God is about the intellect of man. The how of God is about the intellect of man. As thou knowest not what is the way of the spirit and how bones do grow in the womb of her that's carrying a child, even so thou knowest not the works of God who make it all. There is nothing bony about what makes a baby. So how did bones get there? Leave that to God. His ways are past finding out. Stop asking God how. So you don't remain a question mark. <laughs> Mary said, how shall this same be? He said, wait a minute. <laughs> the power of the Almighty shall overshadow you. It will generate a holy thing inside you. You can't ask how. He said, okay, I'm thy handmaiden. Do unto me according to thy word. He said, Now you got it. God can do anything that He says He will do. The how of it is beyond you and me. Leave it to God. This tabernacle will be dedicated September 18, 1999. Design was not fully ready. Approval, no process. Yet He did it. Stop asking God how. 
We have a fortune agenda for you this year. Open up with your faith to receive it. Open up, no matter where you are being. He has a, a fortune package for every member of the winner's family this year. May your own not be lost to spiritual carelessness. <laughs> the how of God is beyond human intellect. Let's stop disturbing ourselves only. Now, how does faith facilitate fulfillment of prophecy? Number one, faith is the test to pass to see any prophetic word come to pass. And we can see that in the story of the 12 spies that went to spy the promised land. Ten came and said, we are not able to. The people are giants. Two came and said, we are well able. Let's go up at once. They failed the faith test. So they could not live to see the world fulfilled. But in Numbers 14, we saw God saying, all that said they cannot enter, they will perish in the wilderness. Verse 1 to 10. But my servant Caleb and Joshua, they will make it there. Because they have another spirit, a spirit of faith. No one can see prophecies fulfilled behind faith. Faith is a core facilitator of same prophecies fulfilled. The faith, the faith test, Numbers 13, 26 to 33, they even tried to stone those who claimed to believe or those who stood with their faith. But God vindicated them. God justified them. They made it to the land. You will make it. The land of fortune ordained for you this year, you'll get there. Amen. Unbelief will not stop the way against you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. But to see prophecy fulfilled, next, we must come to treasure prophetic words. Treasure, treasure, treasure. Don't let it appear to you like songs and poems. Treasure prophetic words. In 2 Peter 1 and verse 19, it said, We also have a much word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well that you take heed. Treasure. Take heed. As unto a light that shineth in darkness, until the day dawn, and the day star arises in your heart. Prophetic words will make a star of anyone who cares to take heed of it. Take heed to them. Take heed. Treasure them. They are not fantasies. They are not to amuse you, get you excited. They are the unfolding of God's agenda for your life. Treasure prophetic words. Many years ago, I heard from the Lord, speaking to me from Jeremiah 29, verse 11. He said, Revised Standard Version, I know the plans that I have for you, the plans of welfare and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And then his voice came alive. Your future is in my plan, not in your plan. It sank so deep in my spirit. So I began to hunt for his plan. For that is what 
guarantees a future for me. And they tasted not when he led them to the desert. He cleaved the rock. I mean, he brought water for them from the rock. He cleaved the rocks also, and the waters gushed out. Isaiah 41, 48 and verse 21. So I surrendered to his leading, willingly, excitedly, enjoyably. His leading brought us to this forest. It's a no-go area. This forest, it doesn't tell you with any common sense. But God said, that's the place. You won't miss your place in God. You won't miss your place in God. You won't miss your place in God. Coming down to Lagos was not, was not sand. I mean, the nature. No. We said, all right, let's get down to Lagos. Okay, sir. <laughs> Amen. Awesome God. It, you have to treasure it before you can deliver. Take heed to it. Don't just write down things and, you know, uh, think you have done it. No. Treasure it. I believe in this. I know it's guaranteed. I know it's coming to pass. Can I hear your amen? amen. Next, we must engage faith-filled thoughts. Most have lost their battles in life to negative thoughts. If God can think, can do it, then think possibilities. Stop thinking impossibilities. Let your thoughts be in line with scriptures. And then you check the devil out of the equation. For as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Therefore, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Issues of life. Issues of life. They emanate from our thought life. Proverbs 23, verse 7, and Proverbs 4, verse 23. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. So what do I do then to keep my thinking sane and spiritually robust? Philippians 4, verse 8. Whatever things are pure, whatever things are true, Whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, the things you love to see in your life, whatever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. That's the thinking pattern of a believer that will make the most of his life. Stop thinking death, think life. Stop think, thinking failure, think success. Stop thinking lack, think plenty. But out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever is inside you is what forms your thinking. So build the word of faith into your system. It will impart on your thinking pattern. It will impart on your thinking pattern. Doesn't come by chance. Let the word of God dwell richly in your heart. 
it will make all the difference. It will make all the difference. Finally, faith is being persuaded of the truth. The prevailing circumstances notwithstanding, until the truth triumphs. So we must be rest assured of the end result. We must be rest assured of the end result. That's faith. It's the substance of things expected. The evidence of things not seen. We must be rest assured of the end result. You must have heard me again and again saying, I'm not surprised that we're where we are today. Thank God for bringing us there when I was surprised we are not there. Now, I, I could see the end from the eyes of scriptures. Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him, he could see the end. He endured the cross. He despised the shame and he got there. Faith is saying the end before you arrive there. Faith is saying the end before you arrive there. You want to see prophecies fulfilled? Believe in the end result. Believe that God will do what he said he will do. Abraham staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And as he came, prophetic word requires that you see the end right there at the beginning. Praise God. You see the end right there at the beginning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Today is our enough is enough service. And as the Lord leaves, whatever gets on your list of enough is enough, with your faith alive, you are returning with them as testimony. You are returning with them as testimony. In the name of Jesus. But recognize that it takes not just faith, but violent faith to bring an end to any unwanted issue of your life. Bartimaeus rose up from among the blind. Today, he said, who is passing there? Jesus. Eh? Jesus of Nazareth? The one that he did seek and raise, cleanse the leper and raise the dead? Ah, today, not today. Jesus! They said, shut up. They said, shut what? Jesus! Jesus too still, sir. His violent faith paid up. His eyes were opened. He left the company of the blind. Today, your violent faith in Christ will deliver your own in office and no verdict. That's in Mark chapter 10 and verse 46 to 52. And then we have the man with the, the paralytic man uh, that was led down through the roof into where Jesus was. Jesus saw their faith. Come and say, violent faith. Say with me, violent faith. Roof tearing faith. Roof tearing faith. They say we can't get in. The man said, by any means. They say every place, but say, is the roof blocked? I'm sure they went to look for a ladder. He said, I'm not living here. I must get there. Jesus saw their faith, son, your sins are forgiven you. Okay, their faith has made you take your bed. 
And he took his bed away and said, hey, I told you not. I told you. I told you. It's not Jelenka faith that God that doesn't get that kind of thing done. Not gentleman's faith. Violent faith. This is enough. Enough is enough. God has an enough is enough verdict with him. Second Samuel chapter 24, verse 16. He said to the angel that destroyed, that was meant to destroy Jerusalem, it's enough. Turn out thy hand. It's enough. It's enough. And I'm the Lord I chain not. So it's still saying it's enough to anything we don't want. So whatever you don't want to see anymore, God's enough is enough verdict. We answer for you. Amen. It's enough. Stay out thy hand. It's enough. Stay out thy hand. It's enough. God is saying to every devil holding you hostage in any form, it's enough. Amen. It's enough. Amen. It's enough. Amen. The spirit of infirmity is enough. Amen. Hereditary disease is enough. The plague of terminal disease is enough. Yeah. The sea of untimely death is enough. Yeah. The siege of marital delays is enough. Yeah. The siege of storms in marriages is enough. Yeah. The siege of business failure is enough. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Whatever I did before is still doing today. I am the Lord, I change not. If you could say it's enough and the angels stopped and lives were preserved, whatever you desire as an enough is enough issue today will turn as a testimony. Amen. Somebody believe and let me hear your loudest amen. amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. amen. Our greatest problem is thinking that the faith of Papa is enough. Don't make that mistake. The faith of Jehovah is not enough to set them free in Nazareth. Everybody needs his faith to experience God's finger. Even when we pray for you, it takes your faith to receive it. Without your faith, the prayer will bounce back. It will bounce back. Jesus prayed for them. They were not healed. He marveled at their own belief. Please don't sit down doing nothing. Keep your faith alive. Keep your faith actively alive. God has no access to your life and my life without our faith. The just shall live by his faith. The just shall overcome by his faith. The just shall be healed by his faith. Everything about life in the kingdom is facilitated by the faith of individuals. The judge shall live by his faith. Vision is plain, yes, but the judge shall live by his faith. You can't see visions come to pass, prophecies come to pass without your faith as an individual. Lift up your right hand and ask the Lord and grace me to keep my faith alive. And grace me to keep my faith alive by laboring in the world to the point of spiritual understanding that will keep my faith burning. Help me, Jesus. And grace me, Jesus, to keep my faith alive. And grace me, Jesus, to keep my faith alive. And grace me, Jesus, to keep my faith alive. In Jesus' name, today must mark an end to every negative thing for which Christ has paid the price in everyone's life. This includes the following, among others. The siege of misfortune is over in your life today. The siege of misfortune is over in your life today. The siege of misfortune is over in your life today. By redemption, 
Favor is your portion. Thou shalt co compass the righteous about with favor as with a shield. You are redeemed to be compassed about with favor. Psalm 5 verse 20. In 2 Corinthians 5 21, if anyone being Christ is a new creature, all things are passed away, all things have become new. Then verse 21 says, it was made same for us that we through was uh, verse 21 please for he has made him to be same for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him so by the death of Jesus he sees us as righteous we have capacity to destroy the dominion of sin by redemption all we need to do is to take responsibility so sin has no power to make us sin. Amen. It's our choice that determines the events of our life. Having been born again, sin has no more dominion over us. Romans 6, 14. Having been born again and baptized in water, you are empowered to walk in the newness of life. Romans 6 and verse 4. All we now need is take responsibility. Be not deceived. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. First John 3, 7. What do we need to do? Exercise yourself right down to godliness. For godly exercise profits little. For godliness profits unto all things. Having the promise of the life which now is the one which is to come. We take responsibility to exercise ourselves unto godly living. Godly living. Godly living. Paul said in... <laughs> Acts 24 verse 16, we are need to exercise myself, exercise myself, to at least have a conscience that's void of offense, both towards God and towards man. You never run out of favor living a life that is determined to please God. You never run out of favor living a life that is determined to please God. You never run out of favor living a life that is determined to please God. You never run out of favor. Oh, nobody's perfect. Yes, but we must be going towards perfection. We must be going towards perfection. What overcome yesterday don't go back there today. Amen. No. So we are going forward. Can I hear your loudest? Amen. Can I have you say with me, misfortune is not my portion. By redemption, I've been rescued from the dungeon of misfortune. By redemption, he has turned my morning into dancing by redemption i now have joy unspeakable full of glory as my new lifestyle give the lord a big hand of praise today the plague of unemployment is over first timothy 5 8 if any provide not for his house and for the people of his own household, especially for his own household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. That tells you how God operates. He provides for people of his household. Can I hear your amen? amen. New birth makes you and I members of the household of God. Hmm. Ephesians 2, 19 and 20. We are members of his own household. Now, that means we are not permitted to go hungry. 
But he said in 2 Thessalonians 3 and verse 10, this commandment we have received from the Lord, that whosoever does not walk, let him not eat. That means he has a guaranteed platform for his own to be gainfully employed, gainfully engaged all through life. Therefore, for everyone on the line for miracle jobs today, by this light and under this anointing, your case is settled. Yeah. Even from this day Sunday, you'll be hearing good news. Yeah. Amazingly, listen to me, many who are on the job line today will become employers of labor this year. Yeah. By the visitation of divine ideas. Divine what? Ideas. Just, psh. oh my God, this thing is there. You saw the story, the ceremony of that, my son who came out of fraudulent business and left off everything he has gathered unjustly and go give him a business idea from where he earns in dollars. Business idea from where he earns in dollars. So let everybody on the line for miracle job watch out for infusion of divine ideas that will open up new chapters to your life. Yeah. Can I hear your loudest amen? Yeah. Can I hear your loudest amen? Yeah. You don't need an office tower to do a business. There's a business here in the boys' quarters of the family that was making rent. In the boys' quarters of the family. You don't need to budget 20 million for office. You have a house where you are living in. Apart from one room, use the other room for it. People just go ahead. And... Our office structure in this ministry at the beginning was 100 naira per month. Two rooms. Right? Five people. All this looking for nonsense is you know, you need a, a protocol to do pro who is what of what of you? What are you doing? Hey man. Life, life is so interesting. You everything has a beginning. Yes, sir. Get started. Stop building castles in the air. No, they're beginning very small, the design will be very great. You know what two rooms are resulted to now? Two twin towers. Two rooms. Not a century ago. And then two twin towers, 12 floors each. Wake up, my friend. When they store, when this church started, store that has no cross ventilation, store. The floor was not paved, apart from German floor. There's dust everywhere. And they moved to the grass cathedral. And life is about, it's an adventure. You are moving from face to face. Don't throw off that idea. If it's inspired from God, there's something in it. I'll start from where you are. Can I hear your loudest amen? The siege of unemployment is over. No one here is permitted to be a beggar. No one shall be a body on another one. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The siege of marital delays is over. God is bringing you out of every chain of the wicked. And releasing your marital destiny in grand style. It's your year. Psalm 68 and verse 6. He said, it is the Lord that sets, God sets the solitary in families. His agenda. Anyone that desires to be married, God said, I'm committed to set you in families. I'm committed to establish you in your own family. And brings out them which are bound with chains. So, you know, the cause costless shall not come. There is no smoke without fire. The holding down has a source. We may not know the source. But God said, I will bring you out of the chains. You are out today. That spell on your lineage is broken. You believe it? Let me hear your loudest amen. It's all a component of God's favor. Either finding a wife, finding a good thing, and has obtained favor from the Lord. Your time to be favored has finally come. As you keep taking pleasure in the things of God, He will establish you in your various desired homes. In Jesus' name. The siege of business and career failure is over. Every dime business speaks on today. Under this anointing, the yoke of business frustration is destroyed. In the name of Jesus. He said to the believer who lives his life on the word of God, and whatever he doeth, he shall prosper. Psalm 1 and verse 1 to 3. Whatever he doeth, he shall prosper. Whatever he doeth, he shall prosper. Don't sit down where they're making jest of God. Huh. Don't stand in the council of the ungodly. Don't walk in the way of sinners. Don't sit down with the discomfort. Let God guard your life. Let his word determine your steps. He said, whatever he doeth, he shall prosper. What did they say in your church today? That church saved, you know, all kinds of things. And you sat down there. You have lost the blessing. No. You should be guided. Guided by the wall. Guided by the wall. Guided by the wall. I prayed all night against any association that will bring me down all night. Lord, get me out of every association that does not add value. <laughs> Make my ears deaf to things that do not edify. I prayed that prayer on. Many have sold off their destiny to careless association. Careless. Careless. You can't talk about Jesus in your association. What kind of association is that? You're coming from Jersey. Where are you coming from? I'm coming from somewhere. No. 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 You can't put your sticker in your own car, not office car, your own car. You can't put your sticker there because of the things you do. You can't put it there. Or you're ashamed of him. How can you be ashamed and expect him to, to, to treat you with dignity? No. No. Hallelujah. Tomorrow makes it 55 years that I came to Jesus. I've not had one occasion in my life to hide my identity. One one occasion to hide my identity among presidents among leaders of nations i've never had one occasion in my life better wake up glory to god it's a year it's a year 
your business will not crumble. Take a stand for God. Take a stand for God. Take a stand for God. Take a stand for his wall. Sir, if you are not a title, financial fortune is not in view. That's God's agenda. Wake up to realities. Even Papa pray for me. Is it my fault that I pray for you? Can I believe for you? No, I can only pray for you. You, can be, you have to believe that the man praying has power to pray, has the grace to pray, and God answers. You have to believe God to answer you. So it's all about you and me taking responsibility. But for those who will care to renew their stand, this year is your year of business breakthroughs. Yeah. Your year of career breakthroughs. Yeah. You are breaking through into new levels. Yeah. Breaking through into new levels. He said, arise and shine for your light is come. So when you walk in the light of scriptures, you have secured a great future for your career and for your business. That's where you are going. Give the Lord a big hand of praise. Abraham said, I will not take a latchet of shoe from you, lest you say you make Abraham rich. The people who work in fortune business, they are guided. They are guided by the things that please God. They are on God's side, they are night. Can I hear your amen? amen. And what is business success? Look at Abraham. He became an emperor. His business became an empire. There are many emperors here who will just line up with the word of God. Can I hear your amen? amen. We are in for the best of time. Amen. Whatever you have on your list of enough is enough, God is up to it. Amen. With your faith in place, you are returning with a testimony. Amen. With your faith in place, you are returning with a testimony. Amen. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. The siege of Maritas storms is over today. But don't get smarter than God. Only three verses can keep your family healthy and strong. Ephesians 5, 23, and 20, 23 to 25. The word said, the husband is the head of the wife. Many will not agree. Even as Christ is the head of the church and is the savior of the body. Now, verse 24. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be subject to their own husband in everything. Now, verse 25. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ loved the church, and gave himself to it. If you live by the principle of those three verses, you have a super healthy home. There is no husband who genuinely loves the wife as Christ loved the church that will not secure the submission of the wife. There is no wife who genuinely submits without any games, right? To the husband and not enjoy the love of the husband in return. But people are waiting for the other one to do it. People wait. Look, when he loves me, then I will submit. When he submits, then I will love him. Satan says, you agree. That's the best thing to do. That's the best thing to do. So all of you, start fighting. Do your part. The other part will flow. Do your part. Nobody rejects love. Nobody rebels against love. If you truly love your wife, sir, like Christ loves the church, like Christ loves the church, he will submit willingly. If you willingly submit to your husband, huh? 
not fake, not high service, you will win his love. So play your part. Get the devil out of your house. Play your part and get the devil out of your roof. Get him out of under your roof. All the volume of books we are writing in the world on marriage, that's the conclusion. <laughs> the conclusion of the whole matter. <laughs> take these three verses and take your rest. Take your part of these three verses and go to rest. I decree peace to every storm in every family. Peace be still in the name of Jesus. I decree restoration to every separated family. Every threat of divorce is cancelled. In the name of Jesus. The seed of barrenness is over today. Because you serve the Lord, it is your reward. And in Jesus' name, this is your year. 2024, Fortune 2024 agenda will deliver your miracle children. I shared the testimony in the first service. The husband of this wonderful daughter of mine was sharing that testimony with us, my wife and I. 1991. Now, this was a lady that had her two ovaries removed before marriage. The surgeon advised the uh, fiancé not to go into that marriage because she would never have a child. In that impartation service, 1991, I passed my garments out and then began to carry it. She got pregnant that month. No ovaries. No ovaries. Now, about 30 years after, she had a little challenge and went to the hospital. They say, are you married? They say, yes. Uh, anyway, I'm sure you don't have children. He said, we have children. He said, it's a lie. That's how pastors lie. They say, it's a lie, sir. Because they couldn't find ovaries. It's not there. He said, it's a lie, sir. We have two children. The two of them are graduates. How? It can't happen. Therefore, every medical verdict, contrary to your fruitfulness, is overturned today. <laughs> we were having that testimony on Sunday, last Sunday. This last Sunday. This last Sunday. No ovaries. But firstborn, a baby boy. Second, a baby girl. Balance equation. The two are graduates of Covenant University. No ovaries. Medically, that is a fallacy. Yes, that cannot happen. They will be swearing. <laughs> that gynecologist says, get out of my place. That's how you pastors lie. <laughs> he said, we have children. He said, no, no, no. no. So just say you adopted children. They couldn't see it, sir. The ways of God are past finding out. In the same way, whatever verdict that is contrary to your fruitfulness is overturned today. As we close, the siege of generational causes is broken today. Wherever it's coming from. The siege of hereditary and terminal disease is broken today. Father died of cancer, mother died of cancer, this one died of cancer, and it's on and on. That comes to an end today. The seat of untimely death is over today. Because you serve the Lord your God, He said, The number of your days I will fulfill. 
God is in charge of your life, not the devil. God is in charge of my life, not the devil. I say, God is in charge of your life. Yes. No one here dies young. Yeah. Untimely death in your family is cancelled. Yeah. It shall not be as ugly head anymore. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. 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 Lift up your right hand and give God thanks. How shall I cost him the Lord has not cost? It's over. It's over. It's over. It's enough. It's enough. It's enough. It's enough. Lift up your right hand to heaven and begin to declare the siege is over. The siege is over. Begin to look at those issues you listed. The siege is over. Take that list up if you have it. The siege is over. The siege is over in this anointing service. The siege is over finally. The siege is over forever. This siege is over. The siege of sickness going and coming is over. The siege of unemployment is over. The siege of begging and struggling for survival is over. The seed of sorrow and mourning is over. The seed of untimely death is over. The seed of hereditary disease is over. Begin to declare the siege is over. The siege is over. I believe God today. This is my service. I believe God today. This is my service. I believe God today. This is my service. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Can I have you say with me, whatever God can do, my faith can make happen in my life. Because God can do these things on my list, my faith will make them happen. The siege is over. I am free at last. I'm free forever. From this moment onward, I shall be receiving calls of favor from left, right, and center all the days of my life. Amen. Give the Lord a big hand of praise.